Podcast with your host, Dave Neal. What if all that, we don't even have a fucking internet connection? There we go. It's the, uh, I think it's working. Okay. okay, hey everybody, welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast, your host Dave Neal with my illustrious co-partner in life slash co-host slash lady who throws my laundry at me when I'm watching football, Tasha Courtney. What's happening? Hello, hello. Very special episode we have today for everybody. We are recording Ooh. our first Mevo live stream. I know all you people out there are thinking, you know what we need more in life? People live streaming on Facebook. So here we are. Uh, we are recording. Oh, we already have nine people. Okay, so for those listening <laughs> on the audio, I'm so sorry that I'm going to be keep on tuning into who's uh, watching us on Facebook. Uh, if you do find this on the audio and you're like, you know what? Fuck this. I need to see what they're talking about. It's on my pa- uh, Facebook page, Dave Neal. So go find me on there. Uh, anyhow, we're going to pour some wine right off the bat. Let's get right into it. So oh, um, thank you. this looks Finally. so staged and planned. And you know what? It is. But, uh, We've been setting up this stupid camera uh, that we love. No, I'm not calling the camera stupid. So it's just hard to set it all up. So for basically, a, for 20 minutes. Yeah, basically, we got uh, we we were in touch with Mevo, which is a new uh, company owned by Livestream. Cheers. Let's get a clink for that. Yeah. And and uh, how it works is uh, we're looking at a 4K camera. It um, it shoots a 150 degree angle, and then it crops in to different faces. So basically you can have a one, you can have one camera shoot a whole podcast. Pretty cool. Yeah, And we don't have to fool with it at all. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing some shameless, uh, Mevo plugs as the time goes on. So if you're listening on your ride somewhere, Hey, pop in, let us know if you don't know what we look like. Sorry, we're white. This is it. Who needs another straight white couple giving you sex advice? <laughs> uh, or whatever this is. I don't know. Are we back to zero? No, we're at 10. Okay, good. So anyway, um, uh, so this episode, we're going to talk about Christmas gifts for your significant other. So for those uh, watching on Facebook, uh, we've done 182 episodes of Sex Actually, the podcast. We're about to hit 200,000 total downloads. Pretty cool deal. Uh, so this is uh, this is what we're doing. If you're my mom, I'm, I'm sure my mom's watching this, which is really scary to me. I hope my mom's not watching this. We're not, I'm not Facebook my friends with Jeannie. Facebook. Yeah, but not with me. And you're not you tagging think- it. You don't think Facebook knows that it's me with the facial recognition? It always knows it's me in your photos. This would be the saddest way for your mom to find out that like I'm not successful. <laughs> like <laughs> she just sees me in a kitchen drinking Trader Joe's wine. It's our kitchen, our lovely kitchen. So how this works? Um, I've already bought you two presents, by the way, which Ooh. Um, I feel like I want to share. And I've seen one of them. You've seen two I've, of them. What's no? See the camera. Oh. Okay, so the flash was one, but see, that doesn't really count as a present because you got it as a for us present and without talking about me, about talking with me about it first. Like last year, we decided to get ourselves a new lens, but we talked about it and said, okay, this is going to be part of our Christmas present for each other. You didn't ask me if I wanted a yeah, new but I... flash for the camera. You just bought it and then said, that's our present. Yeah, but I bought it with the receipt. Like saying, hey, I like basically Amazon Prime is just amazing. They don't pay us to say that. It's just great. You know what I mean? Like I bought a flash that goes on top of our DSLR and it arrived that night. That's bozo. That's insane. So I was like, you know what? I could ask her or I could just get it and see if she likes it. And you liked it. So yeah, but I, mm, I'm just saying, saying maybe you should have asked me for some input. On Jeez, that. you can't win. 
I've, the fact that we're recording video, see, when we record audio, we just do the podcast. But now I'm thinking of like high sc- like kids I went to high school with that are watching this. Pro- yeah, it's going to be an insecure thing oh my in gosh. the beginning, I think. It's going to be hard because, uh, yeah. No I offense like to people I went to high school with. I just feel like they're going to be judged. I just feel like, I feel like judgment right now. Well, do you- I wouldn't worry about that. But it is weird because it takes away, like, the podcast feels very much like a safe space. I don't know why. Did you do anything different physically for this? Yeah, I put on makeup. You put Um, on makeup? Obviously. You put your hair in a nice little tussle on top of your uh, headphones there? Yeah, good. I want to look bald. You know, the best part about the, the, oh, look, we're down to four people. This is fucking, okay, you know what? This is for people if you're at work. You know what I mean? Monday morning, you're going to be like, what should I do today? Well, here's the thing. Nobody's going to watch a live stream that's an hour long. We record podcasts that are an hour long. People might tune in. They might. Yeah, what folks, like this is do... uh, 45 minutes to an hour long. So if you're watching this on the shitter, you better fucking push it out and get tight. I'm just saying most people don't have the patience to watch two minute videos on Facebook. Like that's too long. People are only going to be watching on Facebook if they're seriously invested, like the, like they're letting it play while listening to the episode. Like a lot of people are not going to watch it while it's live. They're going to watch it later. A lot of the live, live streams that I've watched, I've watched later. And then I can fast forward if it's starting to get boring and just see if it gets interesting again. And if it doesn't, then I just stop. All right, for the eight people in the chat room, send us a text on the comment right now and let us know what you're doing as you watch this. Are you having sex? Are you trying to? Are I you on hope Tinder? Not because this is not what you should be doing. Can you imagine right if you're now? trying to have sex? You're trying to get it up for us, and then you just see this fucking face. <laughs> hey, how are you? Anyhow, let's get into it. So we're doing Christmas gift ideas. This is the most. Um, anxiety-inducing thing you have to worry about during the holiday season. No one cares about the shitty gifts you get your family, which, by the way, I would always get my siblings DVDs I wanted to watch. That was it. I got my stepsister... uh, Listen, you're not helping your case here when you're talking about this flash. You've got a history of getting presents that you want for you. I need to get a present that I want for me. Yeah, so I got you. We can talk about this. Basically, I like to get one or two things that are like fun or useful. I hate gifts that aren't useful. I hate I hate funny things that you aren't going to use. But I got you the um, that gigantic... The vagina pillows. We've talked about them on the podcast. The giant vagina pillows. The things that... It's basically you have to run like on a beach. You have to like run with this big wind cloud thing open and you have to collect air and then you close it and then you crinkle it and it turns into like an air couch they're super cool i've seen a lot of people with them on the beach they're super cool they're the type of thing that you see and you're like that person looks like a jackass i wish i I was sitting on it (laughs) like you wish that you had it so you're like you know it's like i was saying this before about electric skateboards i'm like fucking everyone who drives electric skateboards are pieces of shit can i buy one or you just want one for free or I want one for free. So if anyone's <laughs> listening and wants to sponsor us with electric skateboards now, uh, we'll limit our sponsorships here. But yeah, so I don't know. Do you, do you you don't see you always yell at me like, I don't know what I I don't know what I should get you. Well, you should know. You've dated me for almost three years. No, but my thing is, I don't want to get anything that you're not going to love. I have a problem with getting a gift for somebody that it feels that they're if they're not going to love it and they're not going to use it. So I'd rather you just tell me what you want. Give me a list of five things that you want and let me pick and choose what I want to get you. But I want a list to start with. I don't want to just be like guessing, pulling 
straws, you know. I, just I think I said the number one thing I want, and my mom always says this. My mom was, I was like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? She's always like, peace and joy. I literally would trade any gift for you to n- stop nagging me. That would be for you to stop throwing laundry at me or getting mad when my you know socks what? are on I the floor. My socks gift. are going to be on the floor. I would trade any gift for you to pick up after yourself. If you could just pick up after yourself, I can manage everything else if you can just keep your clothes off the floor. I will take everything I've ever worn and l- just layer it on the floor like a queso dip. No, that's not an option. Things are going to be on. Th- I like to have – here's my – I don't – for those listening or watching, I don't know what your strategy, strategy is for getting into bed. I like to have socks in my apartment and then walk into bed and then kick my socks off with my big toes. That's what I like to do. So there will be socks strewn about. There's never more than one well, pair of socks. Well, you can find a small place to put, like, make a small pile next to the bed. Don't just fling them into the room. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna trip on them in the middle of the night. It's my worst fear. I'm going to trip over it. I've had two sprained ankles in the past five years. They hurt From people's shoes that you tripped on? No, but I don't want to have the risk of tripping over your shoes, which are just strewn about. So maybe, um, oh, look, we're getting a text message. This is, so, this is it's why it's not, so annoying. You can't at it just stop looking at it okay i'm not looking at it it's gone anyhow so we i post i posted a facebook status asking people like what they do for christmas gifts and like this girl jackie that i know from high school she got like super angry she's like fuck christmas fuck get them what you like she got really angry about like the fact that there is a sort of uh you know exchange like some people basically it comes out of communication like we should oh we should know like what we're in for but a lot, but like, if you're not comfortable, like we're in the, in the relationship where like, if you got me like $600 worth of shit, I'd be like, Tasha, what the fuck? Now I'm going to feel like a jackass. You know what I mean? Like we should definitely not be getting each other more than 150 or $200 worth of shit. That's yeah. ridiculous. Well, I think that's something that's really important in any relationship is to communicate how, like you have to talk about money. It's so stupid that people don't talk about money these days. You have to talk about money. You have to set an expectation what we think is appropriate for spending on each other this year. And that could be, you know, just, I don't know, because you're, because Valentine's Day is right around the corner or because. Do you remember our first, do you remember our Christmas before we started dating? Mm -hmm. Do you remember I got you something and you didn't get me anything? No. You don't remember that? Let me, well, let me refresh your memory (laughs) then. Uh, uh, It was Christmas. We, we started dating like a month later. And you had come over to give me your dog, Boone, the Basset Hound. So oh, yeah, you got me so you got me stuff for the plane. Fuck yeah. You got me like a magazine and like a little stuffed toy, a stuffed doll. It was a penguin actually. It's in our box. Or were you, or maybe you were with the dog cuz yeah, you, you oh yeah, you were with the dog because I got you some dog. I got I got Boone. This is how okay, for those listening, watching, take notes. You got a girl, and I was like, all right, I'm into this girl. We were drinking Jack Beam or Jim Beam Tennessee whiskey, but it was that, um, it was like a honey flavored. Honey, we were drinking honey whiskey. I don't know why. And I was like, oh shit, I could lock this girl down. What am I going to do? She's not into me. Can I give us a timeout? We just got a text message that says the feed keeps cutting out, and it does keep the little like uh, warning sign keeps popping up. That says that it's cutting out. So I think we should switch to like instead of the HD, we should switch to a lower quality if you know how to do Can that. Can you switch during the thing? Oh, boy. We're going to lose everyone on this shit. Um, look. Okay. So <laughs> I can't read in I know. my life. Well, every every subscriber I've built. 
You know what? Or we cannot spend $100 for internet that doesn't work. We're literally eight feet from the router. Do we have to sit on top of the router to get... Like, I never... This is what I hate about, like, like data charges on your cell phone. Like, what is this? You're telling me that whatever goes from that router to the satellite and back is being... Like, we are 15 feet from it. Anyhow, you're not going to be able to change it during the recording. No, no, it's 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 it, it is what it is. But people aren't texting you that it's going out. They're just, um, it just says it's going out from the app. Uh, this is so fucked up. It says it's on LTE. What the fuck? I'm so pissed off at this. <laughs> this is why we shouldn't have recorded this because we. Uh, well, and, we can always cut it out of the. And well, I, yeah, but I don't want to get an hour of data charges on my phone that already cost. Do you, do you guys spend as much as I do? I spend one hundred and forty dollars a month on my Verizon bill. All I have is ten gigabytes of data a month. What is ten gigabytes? What the fuck? I can't watch one video of a dude punching a kangaroo without paying surcharges. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that really is. So why does it fair. say it's on LTE? What does that mean? What is going on? Are we not even recording? Oh my gosh! Is anybody? There's literally zero people in the room. I think you should turn this off. All right, we I'm did our off. test run. All right, and the we test can runs out over. So for those who are listening, sorry for being um, so distracted. <laughs> uh, well, it's well, it says we're testing. Okay, it's off. Okay. But anyway, back to back to the audio. Back to the bread and butter. You know, it's like don't broke what's not fixed. Or <laughs> <laughs> I feel so much better now that that's off. That yeah, gave me you, so much anxiety. Well, you got to get a test run out of the way. So I'm glad you did it. Mevo is not going to like the shit talking you were I'm doing. not even... This isn't a Mevo problem. This is absolutely a internet issue. Yeah, I need to... Well, what we need to do is call Time Warner, now Spectrum, which are both probably the worst companies on the planet. Yeah, Time Warner, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you literally, like, it's 2016, Trump's going to be president, and I can't stream a fucking live stream video? I don't want to... Li- if this is democracy... I don't want to live in this country anymore. <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree. With but you, you know what? You know what's crazy? And I don't have the facts to back it up. And I loved it when I don't. But I literally, by the way, let's no. We should be on the um, we should just record HD. No, fuck it. Fuck the thing. No, fuck it. No, it's fine. Um, it's still there are be so on many, LTE, you know, right? like for like for what's supposed to be like the most powerful country in the world. We have like the 50th fastest Internet. Did you know that? Yeah. Like, that's probably not the exact number, but what's the difference if it's 20th or 50th or 18th? We should be the number one fastest internet. From now on, you rank your country. You know what our what our country is number one at? Spam emails. I just saw this world map the other day on the internet that showed, like, what every country is number one at. And we're you mean, number like, one the most at, sending it? Yeah, at Well, spam that's emails. probably because we've got, like, Silicon Valley and all the... I don't know. All the different companies are. I think there's so much here. commerce, like so e-commerce. much shit. Just save it, save it as an HD, so we can check it out later. So we I can didn't fix touch these anything kinks. on it. I just I'm, unlocked the phone. I have a, f- I have literally a f- like sweat film on my face right now. Um, anyhow, uh, well, we're gonna have to figure that out. But follow us on Sex Actually podcast page on the Facebook. Um, and um, do, are you recording it now? Yeah, just, I'm just, just to the HD thing. HD. Okay, so we'll Relax. put this. Hey. It is my job to stress out about stupid shit like this. <laughs> I think so. I'm, I'm I'm developing a new platform for presidents. I think the presidents, um, sh- the president should be whoever can get us the fastest internet. If Hillary, if Hillary promised like 30 gigabytes per second, and and Trump promised 15 gigabytes, give it to Hillary. Give us 
The speed, baby. That's what we need. Well, I think what you really want would be like a president that that doesn't allow monopolies in the internet service provider business, basically. Well, you know what pisses me off? It's like, you know, it's, it's, I feel like a comic talks about this on stage, but how many times have you watched something on like on your phone and it's like the shittiest quality YouTube video, but the 15 second advertisement's crystal clear? Yeah. What the fuck gives them the right to get the b- best advertisement and I can't watch the lion get mauled, the lion tamer getting mauled or, or whatever? During football games, if we have to stream a football game. Yeah, say we're watching the... football legally, uh, <laughs> per se. Say that war to happen. Maybe that's why Ernest is so slow. They're like, yeah, you're on Reddit stealing internet. I don't know. I don't know, folks. So, look, I, I found a um, I found a list of um, what you should get get your significant other for. Don't look at it. I'm going to read it to you. All right. Uh, depending on how far you are into your relationship. So, basically, and this is a little interesting. So, um, well, let, let me let me just finish by saying what I got you before we were dating. We had kissed once or twice. You had kind of pushed me away. Fine, whatever. But you didn't slap me or anything. So that was that was a kind of a spark for me. So <laughs> I went to like a CVS. You were on your way over. What were you coming over for? You were coming over. Oh, you know what just it was? Now I was dropping you off at the airport. Man, I was in the friend zone. You came all the way, literally in the opposite direction, to leave your car at my house. Oh, well, that makes sense. Leaving, finding a place to leave your car in Los Angeles is the hardest thing you might ever have to do. So literally, the reason, we, the reason we're dating today is because I lived in a place that had a parking, that had a driveway for you to leave your car in. Yeah. That literally is why we're dating, because you left your car at my place, and I gave you a ride to the airport. And I was like, I'm not just going to give this chick a ride. I was like, if she's going to be home with her parents for two weeks... I'm absolutely going to give her something to think about when she's alone on that flight. So I got you a bag. I got you a bag from CVS. I got you chocolate, gum, because I'm a fucking romantic like genius because you need gum. You're supposed to have gum on the flight in case your ears pop. I got you, I got the dog, uh, like a bone or like some sort of holiday treat. I got him a bone as well. And I got, and I got you like an Us Weekly. Because yeah. there's nothing better on a flight than like seeing which you trashy know, gossip rags, you know, celebrity wore it best or whatever. So, anyhow, I thought that was good because I was like, I'm not going to try to do something romantic and I'll punt my coverage. Like, it just wasn't it wasn't the place for me to like. But it was like, you know, let's leave her with like, let's leave her with some tangible shit. And um, did you save the card I got you? Yeah, I'm sure it's in my card box. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I wonder what I said. Do you think you can find it? Right now? No. Okay. I wonder what I said. We can read it on the next episode. But what was your general feeling towards what I got you? Like, were you that naive to think that a friend was giving you, like, a travel baggie? What do you mean, naive? Were you you that naive to think I wasn't trying to get in your pants? Like, I was actually giving you... No, I think at that... By that time, you had tried to kiss me like two times. So I think you have. Yeah, you kissed me back. So don't make it sound like that. Are you rejecting me completely? Well, you just said like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> I said, "What are you doing?" Hold on, I'm stuck in my chair. Yeah. So, but the the point the point is, I, I love that you just moved in the the camera the whole shook. Moved. <laughs> Jeez, you just dropped a five hundred dollar camera. <laughs> um, anyway, there's no Wi-Fi, so it doesn't matter. Um, so. Yeah, we, we, but you weren't creeped out, or were you? No, I wasn't creeped out. I was a little surprised. I was sort of taken aback, but... Why? Because I didn't expect something from just a friend. That I'd kissed you before. 
were you did you take it were you taken aback there you either take here's the thing when you were near a friend and you kind of cross boundaries you're either taken aback charmed or you're taken aback creeped out there's no like oh i was just gently taken aback which one was it i think kind of both jeez oh, <laughs> it's not no, a no it was charming it was really sweet all right well i've been fishing for compliments i'm not going to get folks so moving along new or casual relationships been dating less than 3 months or casually dating then then is the holiday gift giving etiquette to follow? Okay, here's a holiday gift giving etiquette. Uh, sorry, Can I move your glass of wine so I can see. Uh, no, 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 no! Don't try to read it in front of me. This is this is what you do, and then you 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 get to the conclusion before I say it out loud. So I'm going to say it. You can't read it. Um, never give for those that for this is for a new couple. Never give anything that's more than fifteen to thirty dollars. For an, a brand new couple. For like a, either a new couple. This isn't. You're not Someone living together. Who's just. Just starting to date. It says holiday gifts for newly dating couples should be fun, somewhat frivolous, and cost no more than fifteen to thirty dollars. Yeah, because you don't want to make something somebody feel uncomfortable by spending too much on them, like right at the beginning when they weren't expecting it. Because, like in our situation, I wasn't really expecting anything from you. I would have been other than really... a ride to the airport. Yeah, I love that's that what I gave. You, I love that. Do. No, they don't. I love that I gave you a ride to the airport and a gift. Clearly, you would have. You should have had every intention. To give me a gift, the guy who was driving you to the But by the way, for those listening, the airport ride. I'm sure I was going to take you to dinner or something. I took you to dinner you did. and you, you watched did. my dog. That's right. No, you took me You took me bowling into dinner. And you slapped my ass, too. And I was like, yeah, girl. You no, hit the tush. No, that was for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but either. The, okay, the point was you, were, you tried to give me money. And I was like, get your money out of here. You tried to, like, give me. I was like, if I accepted money, then it doesn't. Then it negates the good that I'm doing. Anyhow. It says, uh, your relationship is new and fresh, and therefore any holiday gifts given should reflect this. Items that are only practical in nature, such as a can opener, suggest a more serious relationship than what the two of you have forged. Who would get somebody a can opener for Christmas? I don't know. Oh, please never get me a can opener. That (laughs) is a recipe for disaster. Well, you do eat a lot of canned food, though. (laughs) You do have a lot of canned olives and shit. I like the... Uh, I'm surprised you haven't, like, severed your finger or something from all the canned goods you eat. You eat a lot of canned goods. Anyway. Um, they're bad for you, too. Yeah, they're bad for you. Uh, okay, so it's a more serious relationship, um, like jewelry or other overly romantic things, um, should be avoided altogether. So, basically, if you're dating someone new, you should avoid jewelry. This is actually really interesting. I remember the, this is a true story. In eighth grade, there's a guy, John C. We'll call him John C. He liked a girl... Let's call her Lisa P. Now, Lisa, is that the right? Is it really Lisa? Yeah. Lisa is a good friend of mine, and um, she lives on the West Coast now. But Lisa, John really liked Lisa. and he, Oh, it was just close up on my bingle shirt. What the fuck? Oh, look, it's tracking my bingles. <gasps> I got a oh, good. This, this is really cool. Wait till it cuts back to my bingles. We're not even live. Look, do you see the blue square? Okay, you know what? I, I'd hate for like Mevo to capture domestic assault. <laughs> I really hate. Okay, so I'm telling the story. Are you, are you interested I'm in the story? I'm still listening. All right, so uh, so um, John uh, took asked this girl Lisa to formal, right? So he takes her to formal and he breaks out a diamond ring. He gave her a this diamond is a kid. ring. How old are they? Eighth grade. Now they said it was real, but like, what do I know? Maybe you know, maybe he pawned it off or found it. Who knows? But or like took it out of his mom's yeah. jewelry box. Well, everyone was so ex- all of John's friends were excited, and they all kind of surrounded the situation. It was basically like when you watch a romantic comedy before 
But you know what? In high, I remember people in high school getting like rings and jewelry and stuff. So maybe eighth grade, like it was just like it's a she little wasn't, early. She wasn't into him. But she, they, oh, they weren't dating. No, he just took her. He took her to the dance. Like you, you ever like? In, and he gave her a ring in, at in the s- dance? seventh grade, eighth grade. Those dances, pretty much, if a guy asks a girl to the dance, she most, I mean, most of the time says yes. I think mainly because, at least in my history, like you wouldn't ask a girl if you weren't completely sure her friends have already vetted you. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think there are plenty of guys that asked a girl that and got rejected. I, that's definitely uh, happened. I'm just, Maybe you wouldn't ask somebody. Before no, I'm just you're saying sure, the people but. that I knew that were like eighth grade, like you were so nervous. Maybe you had an idea, but you weren't. Like, hey, it's like absolutely positive. It's like, Maybe you th- if you thought there was a chance, you would probably ask that person. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, uh, in, in all of my cases, I didn't ask all willy nilly. I knew what their answer was, and it was kind of like just a formality. You know what I mean? Anyhow. She was like, oh, my gosh, on the spot. And I, we have a photo because everyone had those little wind-up cameras, right? So everyone's oh, yeah. taking photos of this. This is like... The disposable. Yeah, so everyone's taking photos. Everyone's like, we're all dressed like in suits that don't fit us right. We're in, we're in eighth grade. You know, everyone's got a little boner tucked away to, you know, uh, Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. My heart will go on. And well, his heart didn't go on. He killed himself after that. I'm kidding. Uh, that's, that's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. It's not. It's not funny at all. That shouldn't be joked about. Um, it's not funny. I don't get you sometimes. Good. That's how it works. So he was upset, but I think he kind of shrugged it off. And I think she was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, ah, oh, like smiling, but blushing, but really embarrassed that it got that far. And I'm pretty sure that was the end of it. And she wouldn't accept the jewelry. And anyway, it was a, uh, the point of that is that the jewelry is for long, uh, longer lasting relationships. Like I give you, um, I give you a little, um, was it a ring? A bracelet. A bracelet. Last year. <laughs> no, that was our first year together. Last year, I ended up getting you not jewelry, right? No, last the year fuck? you gave me the bracelet. Uh, I give you a bangle. Oh no, this is the thing. I got you something from like Macy's, but it it was supposed to deliver on time, and then it just like kept on being delayed, and it didn't make it no, for Christmas. It, no, it did get no, there. No, the the bracelet did, but not the other thing. I got you. What I got you thing? earrings that I had to end up canceling and getting you something else. Remember the earrings didn't show up anyway. Oh. No, I didn't know that. But the first year, I had I added on Good Word to get you like a little Tiffany like ring or necklace. It was a tiny little necklace. Clearly, oh, yeah. you don't wear it. Uh, yeah, sorry. And it, the, it was a girl that I didn't even know, but she was like a style person. She was on the uh, the, the set that we were on, and she was like, "You have to get her a Tiffany necklace." because it comes in like a blue box or something. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, just the blue box alone will make her feel so excited. And I was like, you know what? This is what's wrong. <laughs> this is what's wrong with couples in relationships. We give each other like these weird gifts. Like, I, like no, I, I should have cleaned your car. That's a gift. <laughs> that's something that you'd be like, my man cleaned my no, car. But babe, that's a gift for Tuesday. That's not a gift for Christmas. Tiffany's jewelry is a gift for Tuesday. No, cleaning your car. Oh well, well, my point is, any any dick or schmo can just click on Tiffany's dot com or whatever and buy you anything. Like I got you that that pu- uh, pup rageous thing where I literally had your dog's face plastered like plastered onto a t shirt. It's a fucking forty five dollar t shirt. But babe, what? Wore, like how many times have you worn what it? What makes you think that I want to wear my dog's face around? It's a thriving business where people wear their dog's face on their clothes. Maybe they get 
get hand towels of their dog or something, or beach towels of their dog. If anyone wants to send any gifts, you can send hand towels of basset hounds to Tasha Courtney. Uh, that's Tasha Courtney. Um, anyhow, okay, so is this interesting to people? Who the fuck knows? New relationship. Newly I'm committed couples. really warm. I We just got, we had the sauna at the gym. Steam and room. I was hungry, yeah. I was hungry at the gym and haven't eaten and have had a glass of wine. And we got all these really lights on us. It. All these lights on us for the live stream Ooh, that didn't work. I am feeling so, um, it. Little tangent here, a little side tangent. Um, I, we go to a gym in West Hollywood, which is one of the densest um, homosexual friendly communities in the world. Can I say that? Is that how gay friendly? Anyhow, there literally is a sign um, in the steam room that says like, foul play should not happen like basically dudes are given a lot of hand jobs in the steam room apparently and that's what they tell you they say and they had to put up a sign about it there's a sign i was just mad because they didn't have the eucalyptus oil in the steam room oh, that's this nice time. when it they have the yuko like nasty steem not yeah. eucalyptus well steam. imagine steamed semen Oh, that should be the title of the to, episode. I don't. This is steamed semen with Tasha and Dave. Um, no, I've a liter- So, so I like the gym. It's all right. It's expensive, but um, I've I've been in the shower with my clo- You know, with the curtain closed, and I've like opened the curtain, and I'm okay. Like like showing some dick. I'm cool. I'm like I'm not like one of the guys who like like helicopters around town with his balls out. But like, if you see my dick, you see my dick. It's a men's room. No big deal. But there's a dude locks eye contact with me from across the shower. This is like, this is a couple of years ago. And I, and I, I just naturally like looked down, like in my lower peripheral, I could see he was masturbating. Big dick, Wait, bald guy. Why his shower curtain was open. He was peeking out of his shower curtain with a fucking ramrod, like an eight inch dick. Uh, rel- I mean, maybe peeking it was where? at me. He was masturbating in his own shower stall looking for other guys like like maybe he thought i would have masturbated back like some that telephone sexual game harassment and that's something that you file a police report about i <laughs> i i felt it, it was weird i felt um i did feel violated i felt violated and it was weird because that's not a feeling men feel often because we're kind of like the asshole sort of like you know stronger gender physically and we don't really feel violated much. Yeah, you just violate women. Yeah. Well we we collectively as like our gender does, I'm not I'm not um I think I'm very nice to women. But uh, yes, you're right. We're horrible people. Just horrible. I apologize for everybody. Uh but anyway, I go to the front desk after I've like dried off and all that shit. And I was like and I just I'm just an apologetic person. I'm just a straight white male. And that that me I'm just sorry. I was like I'm sorry to like bother you but there's a guy like masturbating at me. And she, you said something to the front desk. Yeah, I said something to the front desk. I was like, yeah, he's kind of. It was like jerking off, and I was, there was like no other way to. S- it's funny, like jerking off is a funny term when you have to say it when you have to explain it to like an authority. But it's also like the most casual way to say it. I know. Well, I, I, I know. I didn't want it. I didn't want to mince my words. I was like, he's jerking. He was jerking off. Like that's what he was doing. He was jerking off at me. Uh, not onto me, just at me from like, you know, a safe 12 feet away. He was literally just on the other side of this little shower atrium, like, you know, communal area. Anyhow, so I went into the, sh- I went into the shower, uh, into the steam room today. And, uh, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get. They literally have like, like, uh, I've heard from people that go to this gym specifically that they have edging classes where they teach guys it's how to edge. It's not a real class. You no, but say, it's like you can't say they have edging classes. There's a blog. Like, it's like it's 
Like it's power Tasha, yoga class. Tasha, there is a blog that says like at 2 p.m. Tony's going to teach you how to edge in the steamer. There's like literally like an underground network where they do this. I mean, how are, it's not just ra- like some random dude doesn't show up. It's like truck stop. You know, the dudes that like fuck at truck stops. Like they just know, go to the trucks. They just know they have a, they have a, you know, honing birds. That's, you know, they just, anyway, look, and it's not a homophobic thing. And this is why I know I'm not homophobic because I'm like, you know what? Uh, you know, no one's going to corner me into the, sh- into the steam room and make me watch them masturbate. But like, if that's going on, I'll just walk out. And, and it wasn't. And, but, but, you know, I mean, look, every, you talk to every comic in LA that goes to this gym, everyone's got a masturbating joke because everyone's seen a dude jacking off in this place. But why? Here's my thing is like, maybe guys could just do that in private. Maybe you could not be so disgusting as a species and do that in private and not like well, you're part of the species. Other people. As a gender. Well, I could look at it the, the other way too, and and uh and say like, well, teach what, female teachers should stop fucking their students. It's just yeah, but it happens. Well, that's not exclusively female teachers ha- fuck their students. You know, you male know what the thing is with that? It's because male students kiss and tell. I bet you there are so many male teachers that have fucked chicks, and the chicks just were cool about it. And by cool about it, I know it's statutory rape. Or not always. Not In most cases, I think it's actually not statutory rape. In most cases, it's like well, a 17... Well, it would still be frowned upon by the school board. It's, well, it's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. It's like a manipulative thing. But I think, I th- you know, and I could be wrong about this, but I think most uh, most states, um, the age of consent for an adult is uh, 16. 16. Right. So so anyway, I feel like it, it's not statutory rape if a 17-year-old fucks his or her professor. It's just not legal. But in college, it is. In college, it's legal to fuck your professors. I think it's still frowned upon. It's still frowned upon. It's still frowned upon, depending on who finishes first. So anyway, so this episode is not about teacher fucking. Although if you have any good stories, you can send them to sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. We're talking about dating um, uh, gifts. So new relationships, newly committed couples dating each other exclusively fall into the relationship stage uh, of new relationship. Uh, So if you've been dating three to six months and seeing each other on average of two to three times a week, this is for you. Holiday gift giving etiquette states that newly committed couples should spend 30 to $75 for a gift, depending on your budget. I feel like most relationships fall into the three to six month category. I think that's like the most common thing. So this, so if you're listening, you might be seeing someone 30 to $75. That's, that's a good window. Romantic holiday gifts are encouraged only if the two of you are, are exclusive. That's that's for you, Tinder Nancy. If you're just swiping right on all these dudes, don't expect them all to be giving you gifts. Uh, the gift of HPV. Um, items that remind the gift receiver of your time together are perfect, as are fun things that you can share with your date. That's nice. So I feel like gifts that are good are like what well, you're just looking at yourself right now in the uh, monitor. I'm thinking that you should top me off. All right, you need some more alcohol. All right, yeah. when your woman needs more wine, you give her more wine. I'll never be the one to be like, "Baby, you've drank too much." Fucking throw a bottle at me. Uh, long-term relationship. When does a long-term relationship start? Eight months? Well, I'm going to say after six months because it's a new relationship three to six months. So I think if you've been dating someone longer than six months, that's sort of like you made it. You're out of the woods. I feel like that's... In, the, in that first three to six months, that's where you like uncover the other person's ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like you. Boy, I got your ugly on our first date. <laughs> Valentine's Day. What... What was ugly at the beach? You started day? yelling at me on our way to the beach. Oh, that's true. 
because I invited friends to the beach. And you're like, this is Valentine's Day, you fucking douchebag. You didn't say that, but that's what it felt like. Anyhow, yeah, three to six. I feel like six months is long term if those were six. That's not, that's not six months of like since fucking. That's like six months of, you know, being exclusive. Well, I think it's six months of spending a lot of time together. Two to three days a week is a lot of time. But what if, if you spend spending, four days a week? Is it if, then three months? If you're spending that time, like sleeping over, that definitely, that moves things along. All right. So um, long-term relationship. Long-term serious relationships. I love it. It's called serious relationships. You know, like it should be with someone you love. It should be fun and like playful. Like long-term non-serious relationships. Yeah. Ours, what's, what, well, I guess if you're like polyamorous. There you maybe go. that's. I mean, not to say that anybody who is polyamorous doesn't take their relationship seriously, but maybe if you're juggling multiple relationships, juggling it's that dick. harder to. I don't know. Long-term serious relationships are those where you are either living together, engaged, or have been dating exclusively for six months or more. By this time, you should know your partner well enough to have a fairly good idea of what of uh, not only what they want for the holidays, but also what they need. Uh, I need you to, to not nag me about my laundry. That's what I need. You I should, need okay. you to pick up after yourself. There we go. It's solved. <laughs> Holiday gifts for long-term committed couples are generally more expensive, more meaningful, and preferably have a romantic component to them, like taking your man to a strip club. That's weird. What? Wow. Oh, I added they that wrote- part. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, okay, wow, you actually believed that it's that was not- real. Maybe this was some wacko article. Would you go to a strip club with me? I would go to Jumbo's with you. Should we go to a strip club and then report back on it? Uh, that would be fun. Comment. Uh, Let us leave us a note on our Instagram, Sex Actually Pod, if you think we should go to a strip club. You're gonna get a bunch of r- r- random people I like, you know, bought on Fiverr to be like, <laughs> yeah, I think you should go to a strip club. Um, Jumbo's is a classic strip club. It's not really a strip club. It's more like a... we should go at like happy hour when it's not busy, so we get more attention. Sure. I don't okay. know. Uh, practical items aren't so much of a no-no now unless they suggest anything with a negative connotation. Looks like you're getting a can opener for Christmas. That's where like people make the mistake of buying their wife a vacuum. Like that's a Yeah, my mom used to gift. always warn us never. My mom was like, she was like, she got her mom, my grandmother, uh, she saved up a lot of money and got her mom a pot kit, like a bunch of different pots and pans. Uh-huh. And her mom opened it like just sad. And I was like, oh, that's really because her, her intention was really great. But it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you got me a vacuum like that new shark vacuum with the long hose that you can hang on the wall, I would be cool with that because that's like a gadget to me. Well, but I not if you were like the what's tough about it, too, is like maybe like if you're talking about if your mom's been talking about for months, the specific pot and pan set that she wants that she thinks is you know maybe too expensive to buy for herself or whatever just not a practical purchase and you get that for them as a gift then that's one thing but if it's an out of the blue like pot pot and pan set or out of the blue vacuum cleaner like first of all maybe there is a different set or vacuum cleaner that they would prefer what if you get like a blender or something I just think anything that says cleaning like, tools are different you should than, be cleaning or you should be in the kitchen is a really bad idea. But I feel like I feel like if you're going to get a kitchen appliance, it has to be like a novelty thing, like a cool like waffle a maker really, or like a popcorn machine. Yeah, something that is a little bit frivolous that you wouldn't be buying for yourself. We got my stepdad um, a popcorn machine with like popcorn and a couple movies and like a, and like a movie ticket. We got him like the whole thing. I think it's cool to like clump little gifts together, you know? 
Like, like it's more. It's be, that like a bunch of little things to me is better than like, oh, here your whatever. One big thing. But um, I guess okay. So this article's over. But I guess so. I don't know what I'm supposed to get you. Like, let's be honest. I guess the flash that I got us doesn't count. It, you know, you can tell your mom that if you want to make me look like less of a piece of shit. Um, but you know, the the flash we got for the camera doesn't really count. I got you the little vagina pillow, the little like um, you know, inflatable hammock beach. I think thing. I should get you a vagina pillow now, so that we can have t- so we can have matching vagina pillows. So I can just the dive my head into a canvas vagina, <laughs> just willy nilly. Polyester, um, polyester vagina. That's the pa- That's the episode. Polyester vagina. No? Can I not call it that? Okay. Um, so what should I get you? I mean, you're going to expect some some form of jewelry, right? Like, I'm just not, as a guy... I just like jewelry. If you want to get though? me something besides jewelry, then that's fine. But I do like jewelry. And I will say, I could use a pair of diamond earrings. That's ridiculous. How much do diamond earrings cost? I don't know. All right, men listening, if you have an extra set of diamond earrings, <laughs> uh, speak to me after the show. Let me know. I, I, oh, this is crazy. Like, let's talk about something else. I haven't even mentioned my surgery that I had this week. I feel like people that listen want to know. Really I don't know what to call it. Yeah, I don't know what else to call it either. So I but had it's a, really just. I mean, I don't know. You had to not eat. I didn't get to share this with our last episode with Nene, which I, which was a blast for everyone listening. Her and I are on a show tonight, so we got to get out of here. But I wanted to talk about it, and no one brought it up. Like, hey, Dave, how's your neck feeling? So, and you know what? I'm so done. You know, I'm in, I'm in like a lawsuit, and they were like, you know, you shouldn't post to social media about like about your neck. Well, it's been a fucking year, and my neck hurts, and I've had a lot of work done in this lawsuit, and it just hasn't been getting better. And I knew something was wrong with it, but the X-rays showed nothing. So one day, so they finally scheduled an MRI, which was horrible. They, it was a seated MRI, and it was the night before the election. So they literally left like CNN on, or like Fox News on. And you're trying not to get wound up and jiggle. Yeah, they literally, they literally go, "Don't move for 45 minutes." I might have, I might have exaggerated. It was at least half an hour. They, they yeah, literally said, "Don't move. The more you move, the longer this is going to take." And I had to sit upright with like some cages around me, like a little like pillow on my ears. And they had a TV, which was nice, and I had to watch Fox News. Was it loud? It's usually pretty loud. Yeah, it's a lot of like clicking, like it's a lot of like and banging and banging. It's a, it's very weird MRIs, and it's a two thousand dollar fucking X ray I had to get. So anyway, they found bulging discs in my neck. They're like, what are we gonna do? They gave me options. They said they can fuse them together, which is batshit insane. Not an option. Not gonna happen. Don't care. Not gonna happen. Like my neck hurts. You know what I mean? Like, are I, you sure you should be saying all this? Yeah, and, and here's why. I hate that I haven't been able to talk about it because I want a little bit of sympathy. Like my family doesn't. Eat, no one understands the struggle of like recovering from a neck injury. So, so what's some lawyer gonna say? Oh, you weren't really hurt. You were podcasting. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm 31 years old. If my neck hurts, it doesn't mean I'm crippled. And I'm like, no. Some lady hit me. It's not my fault. It's on video, um, which I can't wait to share eventually. When the settlement's over, but I got hit. I got hit in the fucking neck. I, 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 my car went on two wheels. I did a clockwise spin, and then I hit a pole. It, it, it destroyed my Jeep. Uh, my sp- pumpkin spice latte went everywhere, and I had to go to the emergency room. Anyway, this a year later. They finally see that there's all these bulging discs they didn't know about. Like, what the fuck? Really? You didn't know I had bulging discs in my neck? So finally, they go, look. 
we can give you an epidural shot. And all I know is epidural shots are for childbirth. That's all I know. But as it turns out, it's a gigantic, thick fucking needle. They stick in between your vertebrae. Yeah. In between your vertebrae. And then they plug me, they hose me down with some steroids. So that was Thursday. Today's Sunday. That was three days ago. And they said it doesn't work for 72 hours. So I'm finally starting to feel better. But it's a masked feeling. Like I'm not healed. Yeah, the steroid is supposed to help fight the inflammation, and it's not going to last forever either. They said you can have, what, up to three a year? Three a year. Shot? Folks, this is a $7,000 needle they put into me. You know how many strip club appearances we could have made for that? I could have a sore neck for other reasons. Like, hey, now, Jumbo's Clown Room. Uh, but the point was, I had, a, I had a fun show at Laugh Factory. It was really cool. First time performing at Laugh Factory. It was a ton of fun. A lot of friends came. Thank you guys so much for supporting. And uh, my show is at 10 p.m., and um, I had to be at the um, at the uh, surgery center at 6 a.m. So they told me I couldn't eat or drink anything after midnight. So I literally like timed out my Jameson and ginger, like the one drink they gave me. And um, and I had that right before midnight. I cheated a little bit. I had a um, I'm pretty sure I had a burrito at like oh, yeah, 1230. And then we had to wake up at five and go get this work done. The drugs they gave me were fucking amazing. They stuck. They stuck an IV into my left hand on the um, the veiny side, of course, which, by the way, has to be one of the worst places you can stick a needle because that shit hurt. They put I they put some. Well, it was a thick needle because they had to put a catheter in it. So yeah, so they put a catheter into my. I'm, I'm itching thinking about it into my left hand, and then they and, and and you know they made they made me put us you know like assless scrubs on. So I'm already chilly. I didn't know that was an option. I have my socks on and I'm trying to kick them off like I do. Uh, they the nurses didn't bitch at me for having socks everywhere. Um, they just tripped over your booties and they but really stuck this is how fucked up I am. This is how much I like crave a compliment that I clearly don't get enough of. They told me they they put the IV into my hand and it started like feeling very cool, like it was a lot of cool liquids going into me or whatever. And um, I didn't faint. And she said a lot of young men. I, I was just first of all, it was, it was a compliment that she called me young. Uh, don't faint. She, she, she said most young men faint because their blood pressure drops so much or whatever the case is. So I didn't faint. So seven a.m. I didn't faint. I'm happy about that. And then she was like, "Are you like an athlete?" She she didn't sound like a valley girl. I, I made that part up. She was like, "Are you an athlete?" I was like, kind of, like, I didn't know how to answer that. I was like, I mean, what's your, like, relatively, yeah, I run a little bit. But she said my heart rate was so low that I was at, at the level that only an athlete is at. So I just want, Tasha, I want you to know you that you're want... dating an athlete in his 30s who's in pretty good shape. I didn't pass out, and my heart rate's pretty low, which is probably from dealing with you so much. It's just like, I cannot be phased. Like, oh, you're going to stick a needle in my neck? Yeah, well, uh, talk to me when your chick fucking punches you. I have never punched you. You've I've never punched open you. Sl- you've slapped me with the inside of your wrist. No, I've, oh, I've. Which probably is worse than a punch. I feel like I feel like a punch, sort of like. Quite. Anyway, so I get that done. They they get me kind of high. They put me on my stomach. They, they give me a pillow on my forehead, and they they stick a little um, oxygen tube. You to. just breezed over the fact that you said that I punched you. And All right, Tasha not has not I closed hands. One time slapped you, and you deserved it, well, the- and you admitted it. I admitted that I deserved being slapped. Yeah. Uh, I have to cut back to that tape. I think you made that up. You're smiling here. You didn't. Uh, you didn't. You have never close hand punched me. Fine. Fair enough. Uh, you but act like I smack you around all the time. You apologized for hitting me. So clearly I didn't deserve it. You looked like the dog after he shit in the kitchen. That's what you looked like. You looked sad. You looked like you felt bad. You couldn't control yourself. And that's something you have to work on. Not me. 
Uh, moving uh, along. Just no, <laughs> we're out. not moving along from this. Hey, folks, we're out of time. This is the episode. <laughs> that you deserved it. She just pushed and me. You said sorry. I love that the video is out when you pushed me. No one got to see that. Um, sure. So we're moving on. So no, I gotta, you didn't. What do you want me? Excuse me. We're both gonna own up to our okay. What we need to own up for to. all the men listening. I'm gonna do exactly what men do in fights. What do you want me to apologize for? I want you to think about it and say for yourself. Uh, <laughs> that's not fair. Um, I'm sorry for saying that you punched me. It was an open-handed sort of like wrist slap. It, it was, was a swing. It was so far away from my wrist. It you, was just right, my okay, fingertips. You know, all right, you swung me from a place in your from an appendage of your body. Do you want to be all politically correct? You swung at me from... No, I want you to tell the truth. I don't want you to be going around trying to make it you fancy. hit me with your left hand which i should which should have been a good thing it was it wasn't your dominant hand but i do think you are naturally left-handed yes yeah so okay so you naturally you actually hit me with your strong side and i wasn't prepared for it i was looking at your other side you kind of snuck one up on me um anyhow it was uh quite and invigorating you deserved it because why because well no one deserves to be touched Let's be honest with that. Well, I apologized for my part. Okay. But you need so that to admit fault. that yeah. you know that I was, you were okay. wrong. I was talking to you in a way that wasn't maybe... I wasn't yelling. I was talking to you in a way that... that you were um, being a dick. <laughs> is what you were being. You were right, being don't a get, dick. Okay, but don't... And you were f- refusing to listen to me. You were being really bossy in our argument. You weren't letting me get a word in. And you were being really pushy and bossy and selfish in this argument. But don't you think we did a good job afterwards, kind of like calming ourselves sure, down? Sure, but do I think you're doing a good job right now of owning up for what you need to own up for? Is that a rhetorical question? No, or? it's not a rhetorical <laughs> question. And I feel terrible for all the people having to listen to this. Hey, this is life, folks. This is no, life. No, but I think people, you no, need people, to just admit that you were being a douchebag. Okay, well, so I'll say we this. I'll, okay, we can move on. I'll say this. I and I think I think this is very common. I, my my mood and what I had wanted my what I wanted to accomplish wasn't being communicated to you and it was coming off in a way that was douchebaggery. Yeah, but you're saying just say, that, just, no, 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 just take that. no, I'm not going to just take that because you're saying my what I wanted to be accomplished wasn't being communicated to you. Where is yeah, your I, ownership over not listening to what I needed to have communicated? Yeah, th- that's what I'm saying. Is that I was no? You're only focusing on what you need. But that's to all. But right, okay. So let me say it in a way that that works both ways. I uh, fail to communicate, which is a famous saying from uh, Cool Hand Luke. What we have here is a failure to communicate, uh, which is exactly what it was. I failed. I didn't fail at being a good, good boyfriend, or I failed at communicating to you, and I failed at listening. Which it's a it's a it's a it's a call and answer. It's a it's a dialogue. It's two ways. I failed to listen to like your sort of mood and 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 you what you weren't being considerate of me and my feelings, and you weren't listening to what I needed to say. Sure, and you weren't also letting you know. We both we both. I'm I'm, I'm taking as much blame as I can take, which is 100 percent of my own fault. I and this is important for people to listen to because like I. You know, I'm not always the the person who does it right, but I like to show that. Look, I can admit when I'm wrong. I can admit when, you know, my my message wasn't received. You just apologized to me for something which was very nice. You, uh, you, you know, you didn't help me put a suitcase away. I look. I don't want to dig deeper into things. I'm giving you a compliment. You're looking at me like I'm not giving you a compliment. You, I didn't. I didn't overreact to the situation. I let it go and I said I'm gonna be the bigger person. And then a second later, you apologized and we had a kiss. We kissed and we hugged. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all. What, but what, that's what I think you should be doing right now is taking ownership 
for your responsibility. Folks, turn and, it back oh. to 30 seconds ago. Did I not? You know what I mean? People are listening. Did I not? I love that this is on air. This is a good thing. We're doing a good job. I feel so bad for our listeners right now. No, not at all. I think it's a common thing. And, and you know, a lot of friends, uh, you know, don't have to deal with this because they don't hold each other's emotions hostage in a way that couples do. And it's important that we both realize, and for all those listening, the ego just gets in the way so much in relationships. It's important to realize, like, I want what's best for you. You want what's best for me. Um, Jealousy kicks in, codependency. All these things are natural. But in the end, we have to remind ourselves, even if we encroached on jealousy or this, you made me feel like this. I'm the victim. I'm crying. You don't pay attention. We have to just remember, I love you. Oh, you love me. Oh, okay. Well, let's not just pretend the fight didn't happen, but let's move forward with hugs. Let's move forward with compassion for each other and for the issues that we face. And I think we're doing. A, I think we're doing a damn good job at that. Oh, thanks, babe. Okay, good. So, um, anyhow, this was our Christmas pie episode. We're, yeah, we're I feel like I had something on the tip of my tongue that I was going to top, top. I was moving past that onto something else, and uh, well, I think the article you chose was not a great article. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm not even going to cite it. I just, I just googled it. I did, I did the minimum amount of effort for you folks. Look, two episodes a week's a lot. I hope you appreciate this. Um, we've, we've, I've said this. We've plateaued on the ratings and reviews we're getting. So I want to give everyone a shout out that hasn't already. You gotta write us a review. It has to be five stars. If it's three, why do you listen? There's plenty of five star podcasts out there. Just unsubscribe. I only want your. I only want the best. I know you want the best out of me. I'm bleeding my life here. I'm telling you about my epidural. Which, by the way, I didn't finish the story. So, so they laid me down. They they pinched me with some uh, local anesthesia, and they put the fattest garden hose into my fucking spine. They stuck it all the way, and I I was high as a kite after that. So last episode with Nene, I, I was pretty high for those listening. Nate. No, Nene. Nate. Nate. Nene. It's Nene. Nate. Is it Nene or Nate? Nate. 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 Oh yeah. Nate. Fuck. We always fuck her name up. I'm sorry, Nate. I'm sorry. Your name's a little confusing for us common white folk. <laughs> like we're trying. It's N N E T E. I don't Nene Nate. You, you, we've been calling her Nanette, Nanette, which is not right. <laughs> Sorry, Nanette. Nanette, Nanette. We love you. Yeah, it's just uh, we're working on it ourselves. Um, <laughs> so we, I actually got a show with Nanette, and I got to get to that. Tonight. And, um, I got it tonight. I got it in like one hour. Or it's at seven. Maybe I'm like really late for it. I really hope not. Um, Ali Wong's supposed to be on the show, which I'm, I'm not supposed You're to not supposed mention. To but this is going to come out literally as the show ends. So Ali Wong, by the way, if you're listening, her Netflix special is so fucking oh funny. Oh, my it God. It made Tasha cry. Yeah, cry hard. Tasha cried. I cried hard. I love watching you cry laughing. You cried laughing uh, on the um, flight that we just had. Oh, yeah. What was that horrible we're movie we're watching? We were watching this great movie. It's Mike and... Uh, uh, Damn. Oh, it's like, Dave it's like and Mike. Dave and Mike need wedding dates. Oh, don't waste your time. I love a oh good Zac God. Efron movie. Love it. Um, anyhow, there was a scene where like someone gets hit and Tasha wasn't ready for it. And we had the, like the volume all the way up in our earbuds. And she just made a noise. I'm going to make the noise right now. She goes, ah! <laughs> that was how loud. And the whole fucking plane woke up. It was a night. It was dark. And she starts la- belly laughing and crying. So she's <laughs> crying in a way that looks 
like not happy crying. Like I just dumped her crying because she she would cry. She'd be so sad. I, if I dumped shouted. Her. They probably thought you were smacking me around in the back of the plane. So she's crying. Literally, I mean, it's with good intention on her end, but no one can tell. When you're crying, laughing, you might as well be sobbing. It, it, it's so funny how closely related laughter and, and you know and actually tears are. what I okay. So I was watching this thing the other day. Uh, I don't remember what it was. It might have been Conan or something. But it was the girl from Jurassic Park and also Black Mirror. Do you know who I'm talking about with the red hair? Yeah, the Chastain chick. No, she looks sort of like her. Not okay, her. whatever, sure. The girl from Jurassic Park with the strawberry shorts. star yeah, strawberry red hair. Get to the point. Point is, she was talking about how she makes herself cry, and she was saying that you know she learned this in acting school, obviously, that it has to do with the soft palate, the roof of your mouth, the soft part, part towards the back, that comes up when you're crying. So you just have to, it's like the same feeling as when you yawn. Like, yawn I can make myself cry. Yawn, and that part comes up. So what do you got to just swallow a golf ball? What, no, what do you, you just have to hold that position in your mouth for a while. And, it, and while you're talking, so if you're saying something, you like, Hold that while you're talking. You hold it up. So for all those Oscar winners, it's just, that's all it is. That's all that's it is. That's it. Just holding part of the mouth up. You heard it here first, folks. Um, we're going to get out of here. Uh, so that was the episode of this. Uh, canvas Vaginas. I think that's what it's called, right? Canvas Vaginas? No, I think it was Poly Vaginas. Poly Vaginas? Polyester. You know what? We're probably going to name it like Christmas Steam gifts. Something Steven. clickbaity. Make it clickbaity. Get some more Steam downloads. Steam semen. Steam semen. Uh <laughs> that should be my tagline. I've been Dave Neal with my steamed semen. That should be one of those like how now brown cow. Steamed semen fell in the shower. Steamed semen. Okay, you're not giving me much. We got to get out of here. Uh, so you might, if you're listening to this audio, you might be able to go to the Sex Actually podcast page on Facebook or Dave Neal on Facebook and find this video. We canceled it halfway through because we have some kinks to work out. But hey, this is it, folks. This is what we're doing. We're uh, streaming it. We're uh, figuring it out. Uh, leave us a review. We could really appreciate that on iTunes or anything to make this shit grow. We're about to hit 200,000 total downloads and I want that to be monthly. I want 200,000 total downloads monthly. Everyone who listens has, you know, we get emails from people all the time that like, we just got one from, I think her name's Kylie. Now, cause last episode we talked about, um, you want me to look it up right now? Sure. We talked about Mormons and, um, sister wives, sister wives. And you thought they were polygamous, which, which, you know, uh, Kylie emailed us. I think that us. you, but that was a thing. Oh, sure. Polygamy in the Mormon community was a thing, but it was outlawed a long time ago. But there a are, long time ago, oh, I yeah. think I d- Google I'm it. When say was Mormon? That maybe some higher level Mormons still it's, are polygamous. Yeah, like like the Warren Jeffs or whatever they're called. Yeah. Like, it, but that's not Mormons. That's like saying all like Christians. You know, that's like the KKK or Christians. I have the email right here if you want it. Well, just so what's her name, Kylie? Kylie, yeah. So Kylie says she's been listening since the beginning. So Kylie, we love you. Thanks so much. I'm sorry that our own ignorance had to be the reason why you decided to finally write in. But Kylie basically said that Mormons call each other sisters when they're missionaries. For 18 months, Mormons have to be a missionary, um, which means they go out to a specific part of the the world and just preach and try to convert more people. Uh, and boy missionaries are called elder and girl missionaries are called sister. Oh, it's elder. Mm-hmm. So the boys, if I had stumbled upon a group of boys, 
they would have been saying like Elder John and Elder. So they wouldn't be frat whatever. bros; they'd be Elder Bros. Yeah. Yo, well, Elder these, bros. this was like Sister Mary and Sister Lucy. Well, I'll say this: the the Mormons I've met, every single one of them has been some of the nicest people, but there it's a very tough community. I had a, I had a show, my show at Laugh Factory. There was a girl in the audience. 36 years old. She 38. Has 38. Really? Yep. She looked really young. She had four kids. Her oldest was 16 years old. So clearly, like, uh, I think the Mormons really try to push some buns out of the oven on the early age. Uh, I don't know if that's, I mean, that's pretty common. They have a lot of kids. I have a question. Okay. For Kylie. Kylie, you got to call in. Is this, is your 18 months of missionary work, like, do you get to have any fun during this time? Is it like Rumspringa? Is it like the Amish from Springa? They have those ankle to, like, skirts they like wear. Is this like your adventure into the... Yeah. What's your dress code like on this Kylie. missionary thing? So, because typically Mormons, they have to wear long skirts, right? I, a Mormon I went to high school with, she w- had to wear an ankle long skirt every day. So yeah, So she sure. had like a lot of long skirts. It's not, we're, so, we're so ignorant, but it's... Uh, it's no, with, but this is... It's with, it's with honesty. Like we, we it's, we're curious. We so learn. so Kylie, she wrote in, she, and she said, she's like, obviously I'm not a Mormon anymore. I'm, I'm listening to a Sex Actually podcast, which thank you so much, Kylie. Uh, if you are still a Mormon, you're still able to listen. I, I don't know. Maybe Mormons aren't, aren't allowed to listen to podcasts. I don't know. Uh, explicit podcasts. But my, my question for you is, like, what made you want to leave? Were you living some closeted, like, sexual life? Did you not want to be, uh, you know, married with kids at 18? Or maybe her rum spring her missionary work she got to see some of the world and wanted to see some of that dick spread her wings or legs either one um jeez oh, which is not easy with those long skirts uh um, jack her skirt up she needs like a you know back brace to bend over that far what i'm trying no, i'm trying it's failing it's failing i'm <laughs> failing uh, you failed at your mormonism uh kylie but that's okay no there's no such thing as failure we're all here uh for uh, an enlightenment identity we're all trying to figure shit out the thing is with me as a catholic is it's so loose that i can still be catholic and be okay with it like i don't have to be just pro-life like well you're not getting kicked out of your family for moving to la and living this Dude, relatively my, sinful existence my buddy darren had to hide like weed he smoked and all these things and now it's like yeah who cares like yeah weed that's real dangerous. You're really spreading a lot of the devil's work. But you know, with he, his family was Mormon, and they they he doesn't see it much because he goes back, and they don't know why he's not married, and all these things. And it's it's really sad because in the end, like if and when I have kids, I want them to just be the best at whatever they are. I want, if my kid is gay, just be the fucking coolest, whatever it is you want to be, gay guy. Just. Be, you know what I mean? Be you. Be. I think in the end what m- parents should want for their children is just for them to be happy and maybe have some security. Yeah, I guess I can understand t- that too. You know, you want yeah, them to be able to take care of themselves and you want them to be happy. And you're, you're, you know, you're born into whatever family you get, but it's up to you to decide what your identity is. So for those listening, um, we got to wrap it up, but I uh, hope you're all finding your identity as we search for ours. Um, I, I know as a stand-up comedian with a business degree, I've had to cer- certainly find my identity. You know, my friends being like, you shouldn't spend more than $600 uh, on your Christmas gifts. I'm like, well, you make more money than I do. <laughs> uh, send me a gift. Um, anyhow, anything else you want to plug, promote? We got to get out of here. No. So we're drinking red wine and uh, we're having fun. Um, we got uh, plenty in store for you guys. Thank you so much for being part of our team here. This conversation you know, is so much. We could have some people write in about their Christmas gifts. Yeah, tell us like tell us how long you've been dating somebody and what you are planning on getting them. Yeah, shoot us either uh shoot us a quick message on our Instagram, Sex Actually Pod, or write to sexactuallypodcast at Gmail. 
um, or on the Facebook page, Sex Actually Podcast. Search for that. We'll put the video up. And um, you can always send us a gift. No, I'm just kidding. Don't send us a gift. The best gift you can send us is to share this podcast with your friends. That really is the best you can do, other than a rating and a review. Kylie told us she already rated and reviewed. She probably didn't want to get the fucking... (laughs) She thought you were going to immediately write her back and be like, have you rated She was like, first things first. I already wrote a review, you (laughs) fucking asshole. Uh, Anyhow, this is the episode. But share, share with some friends. Seriously, share with friends if you think you know somebody who would like it. Yeah, it's time. 2017, we're going to blow this shit out of the water. Just download it on their podcast app and tell them to start listening to it on yeah, their drive Yeah, turn on their push notifications and they'll just hear this voice in this canvas vagina. Um, this is the episode. Uh, follow Tasha, social media. Yeah, at Tasha Courtney on Twitter. Uh, Snapchat, Tasha TV, at Tasha Courtney on Instagram. Send me a message. Any of those places, I will get it. And I'm at D Neals, D N E A L Z on Instagram and Twitter. And by the way, I've had some people following us. We have probably the best looking uh, listenership you could find, both men and women. Very good looking people. And I don't mean that in like a like traditionally good look. They're just they're solid folk that they're are following. Sexy. They're, they're sexy. To sex actually. Sexy and actually is sexy people. It's so sexist of you to judge people by that. By the way, I'll end on this thought: gingerbread coffee. I bought gingerbread coffee from Trader Joe's. This is the fucking shit that's wrong with PC culture. It wasn't called gingerbread man coffee. That's what it should have been called. You don't think there's a such thing as just plain gingerbread? Yeah, but I shit you not. There's a photo there's a photo on the gingerbread coffee of the outline of a gingerbread, but it doesn't show if it's a man or a woman gingerbread well, man. Well, I'm going to assume that's a man because generally gingerbread or just like the bathroom sign, one has a dress and one doesn't. I'm just saying in today's politically correct world, I don't need to not call it gingerbread man. It's gingerbread man. No, it's just gingerbread It coffee. isn't gingerbread cisgendered. I don't identify with what my organs say I am. All right, this episode. Bye, guys. Put him on the rhythm, you know, we don't stop.